the grand finale We coming through with the Madden family And only the baddest athletes gonna survive When you see four or five of my guys Piling up on top of you in front of your eyes Feel the impact, dual shock, start the kickback Hey yo, it's Madden 2001 You need to get that and feel like you in the game Playing for real, it's like royalty So nil It's like hot one, hot two All right, North Cell Connection back for this week in the NFL. Now, D'Amato needed a New England voice to join him because that is the protocol. You know, this is God's country. This is the, the land of the winners. And uh, he knew who to call. Rogers on abroad. Is that how you say it? Is uh, Rogers aboard on abroad? What is it? Abroad? <laughs> I did that on purpose. <laughs> We're, we're, we're uh, gentlemen here on the show. Oh, oh no, I thought, well, this is the motto pod, so I wasn't sure. <laughs> All right, so the motto, this is uh, I, Ryan Gray, filling in for the Cowboy and Senior. You know, there's two big shoes to fill, but, you know, you get a big giant man to step in and take over, huh? Ryan, I, I needed somebody with a New England voice, first of all, and, and also uh, a, a role model, uh, you know, find a husband father a youth mentor coach and, and all that uh, you know to give us some uh, insights on this uh, wacky world so uh, I, I chose you to uh, to balance out the uh, the other half which is me the degenerate uh, loner who uh, contributes nothing to society so make a good team <laughs> we, we gotta meet somewhere in the middle and we're complete opposite ends but hey we are here now damato how, how do you feel about enough of the bullshit let's get into the nuts and bolts you know us how you are you how you feeling right now being two and oh New York football giants? Well, it it's been a, a disastrous uh, ten years. So so obviously uh, the the record uh, they haven't even won, they haven't even been this uh, at this uh, stage early stage of two and oh they haven't had success they they haven't even uh, won uh, been one and oh so uh, I'm euphoric of course but uh, but watching the games it's a tempered enthusiasm uh, the. The early part of the schedule is kind of soft. There was a, mm-hmm. a soft Carolina team coming in, which uh, should have been handled, and they, had, you know, they barely won. Uh, thanks to they won the turnover battle, and uh, they had a better kicker, had, which is uh, which is about the only uh, uh, position where they're uh, where they have like a top five player is uh, their kicker. So uh, there's a there's a lot of things, but it's guarded optimism because you know there are holes on the uh, offensive line, and uh, you know the, the, the defense is a little shaky, which uh, as the competition heats up. But but it's nice uh, to to still you know for the season not to be over after uh, two weeks and uh, a lot of encouragement with the uh, you know new coach and new GM uh, new regime and uh, and stuff so there's a lot to be encouraged about but uh, I, I'm I'm not uh, you know making Super Bowl plans just yet. Now can I uh, take your two and zero and raise you a three and zero with the Cowboys coming to town? Uh, that's going to be a, a tough one. Uh, I, I had the it's debate. It's a tough uh, front seven. I'm I'm looking good. Uh, I debated the the seniors, uh, the Cowboys uh, last week. They kind of wrote off Dallas already, uh, and and I uh, definitely put a put a stop to that. Uh, Dak will be back in a few weeks, and uh, the Michael Parsons just looks uh, uh, tremendous. I, I see I see LT uh, when when I see Parsons, and back in the days when uh, even even uh, LT when when you know his first few years the Giants were rather shitty, but the the Giants always had a chance to win uh, with with him in there. And that's how that's how I feel like Michael Parsons is. So. I think it's gonna be a tough one Monday. I, I kind of lean, lean towards Dallas. Or Rush doesn't really uh, turn the ball over. He he, uh, he keeps the team uh, in there. He's a good game manager, and uh, 
I think the defense is going to exploit some of the uh, the giant issues because uh, watching that giant game, that first half, I was like, oh my god, it's, it's going to be one of those days where the offense does absolutely nothing, and and they really pretty much did absolutely nothing. But but the most important drive of the day was they responded. They they gave up their one touchdown to fall back 13-6, and uh, and they came right back and they got their their only touchdown of the game, which was uh, the most important drive for them. Uh, that was about their their best, uh, their only good drive of the game. But it, it was enough to win. So, but I I think uh, Dallas is going to take them on Monday. Ah, that's just hedging your bet there. Come on, if you it, I, I picked them last week, so I'm not gonna do it two two weeks in a row. I was lucky last week when I when I picked them, so I'm not gonna I'm gonna go against because uh, I I still uh, I still like Dallas as a talent, uh, uh, especially on the defense. Uh, yeah. The way Diggs uh the way Diggs uh, shut down uh, Chase uh, was really impressive too. Well, something's got to give the two and O Giants or the two and O Cooper Rush. So something's got to give. <laughs> What, what do you see from uh, from your perspective? Obviously, it was it was at the same time, so you couldn't see much of the uh, game was at the same time as the Patriots. But overall, uh, what's what's your opinion on the uh, Giants? So I am Patriots on the computer on the laptop, and then I am Red Zone on the big screen. Yeah, but but just like just like with your game, there wasn't much of a action. wasn't much. I didn't see much Steelers, Patriots, and Reds. Going on. I'm sure you didn't yeah. see much. You didn't see Graham Gano's kicks. Maybe after the fact, that was about it. So, yeah, yeah. It, it's only two weeks. It's kind of tough to. Some some teams have kind of fallen the cracks. I haven't really seen that, a lot of them, and and the Patriots are one of them because they haven't been in the red zone too much. No, not not in the red zone much. You get the uh, you get you know, the two touchdowns. One of them being a bomb, and then only one real drive on the score early. And, you know, the Oagular Most, the defender over there. Uh, I don't know. Uh, the the Lions show up, though, rushing for, what, well over a buck fifty, closer to 200 yards for the Patriots there. So that was rather impressive. But I'm a Mac just seems to be uh, in kind of in outer space a little bit. He just he seems hurt, but that's not an excuse. He's just here's the thing. You got. Patricia as your OC, and then you got your judge as your assistant. It's like the blind leading the blind in a way there. And it's kind of just, you know, Max is still a puppy. So where's that leadership? You saw that leadership with McDaniels last year where he was able to, like, take a game plan and really hone it and just kind of just dink and dunk and know where to go pre-snap. And now it's just kind of like he's sitting there and surveying, and it's just like, what are we doing? He's just throw, He's releasing late. He's throwing jump routes, throwing in traffic. It's just, I don't know. It just, he just seems off. And being a puppy, like I said, it, you kind of have to fingers pointing at those two bozos calling the plays. So I don't know. But then you got Bill, like I don't know. I don't. He's not past his prime, obviously, because look at what he chalked up on defense with Mayo and his son over there. He really honed the, put the brakes on the Steelers there. But he took it, and they took advantage of a weak front. Where, you know, historically it's a, it's a strong front with the Steelers, but with they're kind of finding their placing where guys going to bump gaps over with the uh, with the Watt missing. So this is the first time where they got to go out there and sled without Watt. And then guys are in their new spots and their new grooves and their new gaps. And the Patriots are just firing off the ball and they literally ran the ball down their throat. So that was very encouraging. But it's just, I don't know. You can't, we're not going to be able to do that every day. We have a middle of the road line maybe maybe in the bottom early teens is as an overall line in the league i would assume it would be my guess but so we're going to be able to lean on the front on the weak boxes and really 
you know, attack a few teams. But when Mac's got to, when the chips are down, I don't, I don't even trust Mac to get the ball in the right spot and rhythm out and into wherever. It's just, he just doesn't seem right. And you, you know, you read that there's back injuries and you read that there's, there's mayhem up top with the coordinators, but something's got to go. I mean, something's up and it's the Patriot way. They'll find their way. And that's such a lame thing to say. It's kind of like the WWE universe where it's just like clicky and it's like eye rolling. But the Patriot way usually finds its way. But, you know, the, there's like mainstays there. Now it's just kind of like, are there mainstays? Patricia was brought in to be Ernie Adams replacement, Belichick's fucking film guy and Belichick's timeout and football operations guy. Because it's like Patricia's a pretty smart guy. Like, it's like a rocket science all, but just doesn't translate the people skills. So, yeah, he's good in a box telling you what's going on. But can he relay information between coaches on in a quick fast way to the quarterback and adjust on the fly and stuff like that. I I don't think so with his, you know, his tender in Detroit and his awkward behavior there. And then his, you know, processing information here with a young quarterback, not like he has a veteran there that really he can rely on and kind of breathe, you know, breathe with. It's kind of like they got a, a blindly in the blind away there too. But I don't know. I, I trust Mac. I just kind of, it's a little hiccup with these guys in his way. What do you think, D'Amato? I think you guys uh, putting a little too much on uh, on Mac Jones, especially what, what have you guys given him as uh, you guys? I'm sorry. What is you know the Patriots? What are they giving him uh, in, as receivers? A uh, a cast off Al, Al Aguilar, who was uh, you know who was banished from uh, the Eagles, and Myers, you know Jacoby Myers, and they both had a they both had great days versus uh, Pittsburgh. You know, 110, you know, six for 110 for Aguilar, and 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 Myers nine for 95. So, mm-hmm. but but. You're not exactly giving them stunning weapons, and uh, the, your uh, your million dollar tight ends, uh, who, who uh, Bill you know spent a fortune on, I, I've ragged the uh, the Cowboys uh, you know for, for that move. I mean, they must be great blockers because you know they they both got zero uh, passes each. So, <laughs> so it's not like you're giving uh, um, you know Mac Jones a lot of weapons to work with for a second. It's not like where you know Brady can can rise up and, and, and make a Dion branch, uh, an MVP or, you know, you know, make a Edelman or a Welker. So it's, uh, you're putting a lot on the quarterback, but, but it is encouraging. Cause, uh, that's the way uh, you guys, the, the Patrick, the Patriots are going to win uh, like that. The, the, uh, the Cowboys, they rolled them off, you know, last week already, but, but that's a uh, Patriot football running the, the solid run game, you know, 124 yards versus Steelers. And and uh, you know just enough in the in the passing game and and solid defense. That's how you're gonna win. That's how that's how they won their last Super Bowl. It wasn't really a you know a Tom going. Uh, yeah. Off. That's how you know and that's how they beat the Rams with their last Super Bowl. You know strong running game, offensive line play and and that defense and uh, and, and and they have some solid guys. If if Julius Peppers can stay healthy, I like them with the uh, the Giants. That was, that's gonna be a nice pickup for them. With him, it's just health. He's always gonna he's always gonna make plays. That that's a perfect uh, fit for them. So. There's still a lot to, there's still something to be encouraged about, but uh, the AFC East is shaping up as one of the best divisions of football. AFC beast, baby. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, it's it's encouraging. But at the end of the day, we're gonna win seven games, eight games max, really. And at the, at the end of the day, you're picking in the teens in the in the draft. So what are we now? What are we really doing? We're just spinning our wheels for a little bit. But it's it's whatever, you know. It's fine. But you know, enough about the two boring games. You know, enough of the Homerville. Let's get to the the meat and the yeah. potatoes here. John, there's a plethora of games here to choose from that were absolute barn burners. Let's start with Miami. Miami down 21 points in the fourth quarter. Come back and beat the Baltimore Ravens 42-38. to Whoa. As a money line better for the Dolphins that day. Let's just say, whoa. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, 
that was that was pretty a pretty electric afternoon. Real quick, John, is Tua? I'm a critic, but an optimist, and I think he he, he could be okay. And at the end of the day, he's just a middling quarterback due to his skill set. But he showed a keen eye of getting that ball out quick and a keen eye to deliver it in the in the right spots under Mike McDaniel's, you know, the resident pothead now in Miami. Are Miami <laughs> believers or what? Are you a believer in Miami? I well, I am. It's a Who good. Uh, to get it there. It, it's good though. You know, we just spoke about how, uh, you know, your Patriot fans are putting a little too much on Mac. Uh, this is a perfect example. Uh, it, Mac and Tua, they might not, they, they might have the same like, like skill set and everything, but look what Tua has got to work with. And oh. Two, two all world receivers that are going to make his job a lot easier. And, and even uh, Gesicki as a, as a tight end uh, is, is going to, he's going to be open a lot with the, with those two receivers uh, run a wild. Uh, he's going to, he's going to create a lot of, uh, a lot of stuff for the, for the other guys on, on the offense. So the, you know, and Nick Daniels seems to be the young genius. So uh, that's, uh, I mean, you can't, you can't dog a guy who threw, threw six touchdowns. That was just uh, incredible versus, uh, you know, versus a Ravens defense who, who, who never give, give up a lead like that. That that was another game that, that just snuck up on me. That those are three games where three teams kind of, uh, snatched uh, victory out of the jaws of the snatched defeat out of the jaws of victory. <laughs> uh, we'll get into the other ones, but the, yeah, the Ravens were one, were one of three that uh, they, they were, the, they were like uh, counting a two and Oh, and uh, we're going to, you know, we're going to face New England with two and Oh, and uh, they, they forgot to finish the game off there. They, they just got stunned by, by that. Those, those two receivers, just, just uh, incredible games for both of them. Hill and Waddle. Yeah, it's those are the legit two fastest guys in the NFL. And two is over here throwing 50 passes. I don't know, man. They they ran the ball 15 times as a team. Yeah, well, they were they were behind. They were behind. Yeah, that was but one of those games. Yeah. What do we do in Baltimore? At the, we're up 21. Why aren't we in prevent? We're playing zero, zero coverage with uh, just and just blitzing the box and just having Tua getting the ball out to the fast guys on smoke routes and bubble screens and slants and now routes. It's just like. We're throwing first level stuff here with Tua that he can handle where he's a pretty accurate with a quick release guy. And like, what are we doing, Baltimore? How how are we not playing prevent with two over the top and just keeping everything in front of us and just tackling these guys and, and just just terrible from that was that was a, more of a Baltimore loss on the defensive side of scheme wise, opposed from a Miami win, but you can't take anything away from Tua. He really was excellent, very accurate and with his reads and very accurate with the ball, and those two guys are absolute burners you know let's just see where they can get pressure with four and seven to drop and and let's see how Tua does now where his windows are clogged and his and his in his uh vertical routes are bracketed and I don't know we'll, we'll see about that Tua but yeah I, I don't know it's uh very impressive for Miami and hey they're the hot team I wouldn't mind jumping on that train in the future you know yeah that, that was a uh... That, that was surprising with Baltimore, but that's uh, that that shows where they missed the where Martindale, their, their coordinator, the, the they got a new quarter. Also, they lost a cornerback uh, last week in the, in the check game for the year, so they they really showed in that in that secondary that the their defense isn't isn't as tough because they, they wouldn't be giving up a lead like that in the you know vintage Baltimore heyday. But you know maybe it's just a one week uh, wonder because. Uh, you know them and the Browns. They were both looking at the at the Bengals dropping a 0 and 2, and and they could have jumped jumped out to 2 and 0. So that, that division's kind of just going to be uh, going to be mediocre stumbling uh, for most of the year. It looks like a lot of struggles in that in that North. 
Yeah, coinciding with the Dolphins, we had the Jets roaring back. You know, they were, Jesus Christ, let's say they were down, what, two touchdowns with two minutes left? With, like, a little time, very few timeouts left? And they really just got after this. Did you happen to see that onside kick? Yes. That was, that's like a one in a million fucking onside kick there. It was beautifully done by the kicker. They had six to the right, four to the left, as the rules go. And they it had the ball on the tee. It was just sitting flat. And this guy runs up, quick pivot, swivels the hips, kicks it left. You got one-on-one defender versus a gunner running right at him. It, squir- <coughs> it squirreled away. And, the, they, and then the Jets just jumped on it with like 50 seconds left. And then Flacco went to work, got to business, and scored with f- fractions of time left. And it was just, holy shit. Like, <laughs> fucking, that was just, woo, we can relate to the boss on that one. He, I'm sure he was sweating that thing out. Well, that was a, just a Cleveland comedy of errors. Uh, oh, first of all, you know, Nick Chubb scoring when they could have just, uh, you know, they could have ended the game in victory formation, and uh, and then just giving up that that 66 yard pass when you know, you know, if you just play prevent, the, the Jets don't have uh, timeouts, and you know, to not even let any uh, time run off, and then the onside kick, just a, a comedy of errors. That 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 that's one of those games, uh, you know, where Cleveland misses the playoffs by one. Uh, because uh, I mean, I mean, and uh, and it was surprising that they they got a, such a good offensive performance off the uh, Jets. I, I was I was uh, surprised. I had picked the Jets to win because I thought the their the defense were kind of stuff for uh, Cleveland, but uh, their defense uh, really didn't stop uh, stop Brissett at all. Or uh, obviously a Nick Chubb with the three TDs, but even Brissett, you know, had a lot of yards passing. Only that one interception at, at the end in desperation time. So. The Jets defense to give up 30 points uh, to Cleveland, uh, you know that that should be you know worrisome right there with the uh, with the Bengals and Steelers next. Yeah, the Jets um, they got some dudes. Wilson showed out, man. Two big touchdowns. Uh, what I saw in the red zone, catching a lot of balls in traffic, had some good spurt. You know the way he breaks on the stem of his route is really impressive. I can see why he was the tenth pick in the draft already. You know, so they, they got a little thing cooking here. So you think they get wacko for Flacco? Or if it, when Stifler's mom comes home from injury, you think they, <laughs> go, they go back to him? What if Flacco goes on a run here? Uh, yeah, it, it, it's it's going to be tough, but uh, Wilson will, will get back. It's, they're not going to rush him. Yeah, they're not, they're not going to rush him. But uh, but definitely going uh, going to Garrett or Wilson, uh, that, that's 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 a big time uh, when some when you can get open when the game's on a line like that. That's yeah. a, you know that's big time. He, you know, well, he's played a lot of big time games from Ohio State, so that's a special player right there that the that the Jets got. So and and hopefully they they could build on it. The their offensive line, uh, you know, gave, gave them a chance. Uh, it, it, they had a rough going in the first game versus the Ravens, so they continue this one on one and they and they 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 play out the rest of the. Uh, of the North uh, with the, uh, with the Bengals and Steelers coming up. It's interesting how the, the schedule turned out. The Ravens uh, play the, uh, the East, the first four games and the Jets play the North, right? The first four games, they get them right, right out the bat. It's uh, it's kind of weird how that worked out. Yeah. Let's, hey, I'd rather play the East. I mean, I'd rather play the North in nice sunny weather. So it, it kind of, the fairies on the schedule fairies kind of work it out there, but um, the Jets over under closed at 38 and they almost doubled that combined. <laughs> Yeah, that was that, that was shocking how the how much I wouldn't I would never have guessed that the Browns would have would have put 30 on them and it wasn't really aided by uh, turnovers or anything. Not a lot of yards in the game either. It was very we- it's a very weird game how it turned out like that, 31-30. But hey, it, you know that's how the chips fall. 
All right, one of the other crazy games this week was Arizona going to the Raiders. Raiders had them dead in the water. They shut them out at half. Was it 24 nothing or something like that? And uh, she, or what was it 20 nothing? Oh, excuse me, 20 nothing. And it's just Jesus Christ. They just kept chipping away, chipping away. It was like the Raiders couldn't put that nail in the coffin. Murray has some magic on the last two drives, and then that weird Renfro fumble late in the game. It was just like he fumbled earlier on that drive and got away with it, and then he, they go back to him, and he gets popped and fumbled. You know he led the league in fumbles last year, John? Renfro? Yeah. Really? Okay. And he already had three this week and lost uh, – three this year and lost two. So – Little guy's a little loose with the ball there, you know, ball security. You know, John, I teach the kids three points of the ball, buddy. One is your hand, two is your bicep, three is your chest. I want you to practice that at home for me tonight, D'Amato. You must, you must have loved this past week because I, I must have heard Peanut Punch about nine different times in, uh, in different games, including the, the Giants had a couple of nice ones uh, too. So that's uh, that might be a, like a trending thing. Uh, we do the Peanut Punch every week in practice. We have a turnover circuit. We do Peanut Punch, and it's a, they literally just hold the ball. They pursue it a hip, and then they just punch with the offhand. It's a, it's a trendy thing, but it's – this, this weekend, uh, I saw a lot of them. Yeah, and, but that, that's a good point you had because uh, the word might be out with uh, with Renfro anytime he gets the ball. So he might have to start, uh, you know, oh, going yeah. down and easing up on the, you know, going after that yak. And, cause, cause he the, ain't the taking book, those Edelman hits, those uh, yeah. Welker hits, or if not, he's going to have Welker's brain, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, this is a pretty impressive performance for um, Murray, especially in the second half. It was kind of like he was out to lunch. Especially Arizona, like they were just cruising, doing nothing the first game and then going in the first half here. And they had a come to Jesus moment here and kind of, I don't want to say Kingsbury's job. I personally like Kingsbury. I think a lot, I look at a lot of his stuff or, you know, where I work or whatever, we kind of run the similar stuff. So I'm, I'm constantly stealing all his mesh route stuff, all his option routes <laughs> and all that stuff. So I personally think he's a genius, but does he have the leadership to be a head coach is, is the another question. So he's not a dumb football coach by any means. None of these guys are dumb mates, but does he have the qualities to kind of get this team to where they need to be? Cause there's a lot of veterans here and they're in, and they are in win now mode. Yeah. That's, that, that's the uh, discussion uh, that dominated uh, last week with the, uh, with the Cowboys where they were railing on a uh, poor Nathaniel Hackett for about 30 minutes. And, uh, and I was, I was saying how it's, it's no, guarantee uh with these you know these offensive uh, geniuses but you know once they get the uh once they get the head spot how to handle the, the timeouts and the, and the replays etc all that uh, you have to you have to have a good right hand man uh you know in your replay booth you have to have a guy mm-hmm. you know saying you know giving you good you know in your ear saying you know time out here or or there so you know it's not about calling these plays and that, that's what kingsbury kind of struggles with uh you know his offense is is no problem but with the other as- aspects of the game uh you know, he runs into issues, and, and I think he did make a statement, hey, you know, kind of insinuating that hey, it would be nice if Kyler got, got it going a little earlier. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but that's, that's also true too, in a way. You, you can't, you can call the play, but it comes down to it's not about the X's and O's. Sometimes it got, you got to rely on the Jimmys and Joes too, you know. Yeah, and from the Raiders standpoint, you can't that you you can't be giving up games when you see that that monster in your division. Yeah. Just one, maybe you know, maybe two. The you know the, the Chargers right right now look, look a lot better than the Raiders too. So when you got that beast, the the, the Chiefs just look like they're they're they, they got a thirteen of you know thirteen or four season in them. So you can't be giving up games like that if you're the Raiders. Yeah, 
No, but back to but real quick on the Cardinals. A, a lot of the, the struggles have got to be due to Hopkins missing. Um, a lot of their stuff is relied on the receivers reading the defense correctly and attacking green. That's the motto of their de- offense, really, is just to attack green, manipulate route stems, and just get where we need to go and manipulate the defense and get to the green is pretty much the gist of it. And when you have the best, re- one of the best receivers in the league, you can do that stuff. And a lot of this, you know, the, the pillars, it's like dominoes. A lot of it's affected off of the defense detracting to him. So it's kind of, who's that guy now? Hollywood Brown? No, he's like my size. <laughs> you know what I mean? It, but yeah. he's quick. He's a great number two. He's an excellent number three, but I can see them using Ertz a lot. It means they're like checking down and hitting the intermediate to like check down routes. So I don't know. They just they're missing the over the top. They're missing the burners. They're missing the over the top stuff and they're and the defense is starting to come up on them and shrink. So I understand the struggles, but hopefully looks like they kind of got to what the, what the Raiders were doing. They adjusted and attacked it and come back and won. But definitely there was some luck there. And honestly, that's kind of on on the Raiders too. And a lot of a little uh, Josh McVaniel vibes here with the with the Broncos giving up leads like this already. So it's just like, uh, come on, what are we doing, buddy? Because I, I personally like McDaniels, but, you you know, a spade's a spade on the, on the blowing leads bullshit. Yeah, the, the offense uh, totally shut down. And, uh, it, wasn't, it wasn't like uh, Arizona was that dominant on defense. It, it, it just seemed like they got too conservative on offense, you know, where, where one field goal would have put the game out. They couldn't even they couldn't even get a couple first downs to do that. So they got to be disappointed if you're a, a Raider fan. Definitely yep. the lack of uh, and and if you're uh, you know we only talk uh, fantasy when I make a snide remark. If you're a Devontae Adams uh, owner, I don't think you're you're too happier right now. And they started off high. He got in the end zone on the first drive, and it was right away. So yeah. it's just, oh, big day. Let's go from these two. You know, Arizona's a joke. And then the dust settles, and look where we were at 60 minutes later, you know? Yeah, just uh, Ravens, Browns, and uh, and Raiders. Uh, just real big uh, real big gifts, big giveaways yeah. this week. Oh, that's a, Especially, too, first home opener, that's on you, Oakland, or Las Vegas. And like, then the Rams. And the Rams tried it, too. What are we doing? Yeah, the, the Rams game, the, the Rams tried to give a giveaway and go to 0-2 also. They tried to give that one away. Yeah, yeah, that's true. true. But all right, so we have one one more excited, an excited tier. I don't know who made the format here, putting or, or Tampa Bay versus New Orleans in the excited tier. That game fucking sucked, Amato. It was only because of the uh, drama. That's, the that's drama? Not, the yeah, drama? It, 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 was a, it was a rivalry game, and, uh, yeah, the big uh, fight, which uh, – I don't know if that helped. I think that helped. Uh, it more helped uh, taking Lattimore out the game because Evans does nothing uh, yeah. versus <laughs> versus Lattimore. He, he gets totally shut down. So it, it probably helped uh, that they're taking uh, Lattimore out the game. But I picked the uh, the, the Saints because of their uh, dominance over Brady. But uh, I, I forgot to take an effect that, that Todd Bowles uh, have, has had a real uh, effect on the uh, on Tampa's defense and making them a lot more more dominant as he as he focused on the defense side and uh, he turned the famous Jameis uh, in, into into some famous turnovers uh, typical Jameis and uh, their uh, their receivers of Landry Thomas and Olave and uh, you know they, they only got in the end zone once so it was a good job by Todd Todd Bowles uh, kind of dominating more than uh, than Dennis Allen did Brady. Yeah, Jameis is a mess. Fifteen incompletions, three three turnovers. Yeah, it looked like he turned it around. I mean, I mean, that first game he didn't turn the ball over, and he and he gave him a shot to win. But 
he, he reverted to some of the uh, the stuffers that dominated Bucks D. Yeah, but he showed he showed his hand, and he's not good enough to have that you know that plan B. When you show Todd Bowles what you're good at and what you're ready yeah. for week one, and then he's just gonna shut that down. And Jameis is just he ain't seeing 2020 even if he had LASIK. You know, he, he's just at the end of the day, he's just he's just a bottom tier quarterback that can go out there and win you a big game. He's like a high end backup in a way. I hate to say it because I, I like him. You know, he, he's electric, but at the end of the day, he doesn't have much depth within his skill set. You know, he's just kind of like a one-trick pony in a way. Yeah, the, uh, a recurrent team uh, this year will be how uh, you know a lot of a lot of teams looking for a quarterback next year is going to be the big uh, you know you know five or six uh, first rounders in the first round QBs uh, in in next year's draft, and uh, the Saints will probably be one of those teams that that's looking in looking to take one of them. Yeah, that's for sure. That and they're in a good spot too. All right, and the last game we hear. From uh, this seemed like six months ago, but it was Kansas City Chiefs versus the Los Angeles <laughs> Chargers. Uh, the Chiefs winning on that pretty much the pick six, swinging the game there, deep, deep into the red zone. Uh, it looked like the uh, my, our boy there, number six for the Chargers, was tapping himself out, and they went right to him. Uh, we're just not on the same page. I understand playing fast on the road against a team like that, but that was like a stick route, John, and he sat too much when. Uh, yep. When yeah. what's his face Herbert thought he was going to get flat to the corner of the end zone, but honestly the defender had that cap, so I don't. That's kind of that's more on Herbert honestly, but it was a real lazy route from a tired receiver there. It's just, but the, how does that happen? Like like this this Staley, I mean the that guy Staley, he's kind of a mess, huh? Like he does some weird shit as a head coach, and just why are we rushing? We're, we're, we have momentum. We ever let's just take our time in the red zone, you know? Yeah, the to 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 have Herbert uh, sling it 40, 50 times a game, uh, you know, especially when they go to uh, to bad weather teams, you know, in the fall and the winter, he he might want to scale back his offense. But also there was a, you know, he might have heard the criticisms about him, you know, going for fourth fourth down too much. There there was a couple of questionable calls where he went conservative, where you know he punted in the in the first half and uh, and he didn't go for for the fourth down, so. I mean, they have all the all the talent is right there. So, it's, and 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 it's tough to uh for that game, you know, where you only played it, you played the Chiefs twice, and and you had a chance to to take them in the in, in their in their stadium, yeah, and uh, and for that one big play to turn to turn the game around. But but from the Chiefs standpoint, it it looks, I mean, the AFC, it it looks like you could pretty much let's just play the championship game right now let's just go to let's just cut to chiefs bills right now chiefs that that's what the right afc now, yeah. that's what the afc looks like especially uh you know especially two divisions uh look real real so the north and the south look really like subpar divisions uh looking where they're just gonna reel the uh the winners and uh they're gonna be one and done but that's uh that, that's a quick judgment after the two weeks but 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 right now the other two divisions look far superior yeah the west, back- the west and the east yeah Absolutely. And that's, and that's interesting too. But back to Staley real quick, just, you know, you talk about him starting to punt and get in his head. It's more of like a, I don't care how smart you are, dude. It's just like, even like the vibe of like, like I said, tempo, you got to know your dudes. You get, analytic don't tell you that your dudes are tired and that you're in the red zone to take your time. The defense is on their heels. The field, the shoe field shrinks. You you know, there's much more space to make a mistake. It's just stupid stuff like that. It's it's such a learning curve for these guys that rely so much on analytics that they, they take the common sense out of stupid things, you know? But, uh, 
Oh, I think Herbert was slinging it great. I think he got a, he also busted up his his rib cage. You see that third down on that drive where he, you know, he, or I think it was after that where he was just kind of like he threw the ball away. He looked like he was yeah. dead. And then the yeah. next play, he rips and grips it for thirty on a line downfield. It's like holy fuck, who is this guy? You know what I mean? He's just he has one of the best arms in the overall in the league for sure. Yeah, that looked troublesome. Uh, I know Charger fans are like, "Oh boy, he's he's gonna be out for for the game after that one." But uh, yeah, he's showing that he's tough. Yeah. So all right, that was week two, John. That's the some of the games that you liked at week two. So now let's look at look ahead at some of the games you like at week three. All right, Thursday night we have Pittsburgh coming off a loss against Cleveland coming off a loss. Both these teams had a had a stole a game in week one, and both these teams, in a way, gave away a game in week two. So one and one, does that sound about right for both of these teams right now? With, with probably very subpar quarterback play. Actually, Versett's been good, but subpar quarterback play overall. You know, is one and one kind of the vibe from these guys that you feel here? Yeah, well, I, I, I think uh, Cleveland's got to be uh... – I gotta be pissed that they're not two and zero. They had a go- they had a golden chance to 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 be two and zero. So I I think they're gonna they're gonna be a, l- a little more uh, feistier than uh, Pittsburgh coming into this. And uh, and Pittsburgh it's, it's gonna be more to talk about. Okay, when are we gonna get this uh, over with? Let, let's when are we gonna get Pickett uh, over with? Uh, I, the the fans are already <laughs> on Trubisky's case. The poor guys only played two games and uh, they're they're already ready for. Uh, for the University of Pitt, uh, stud uh, picket to come in, so, so it's, it's going to be interesting to see the, how long Tomlin waits for that. So, would you say a golden shower? They pissed it away, kind of thing. So, um, <laughs> well, here's the thing: you come into Cleveland, you don't win, then you got a long week to week four for for uh, Pittsburgh to look ahead to get a quarterback ready for the Jets. So that's really not a bad time. It's hard to go picket here on a short week. Go with the veteran Trubisky that, you know, what knows what it's like to sit there for a short week and prep for a short week. If things don't turn out here, it's a perfectly perfect time to go pick it after that with a 10 day stretch leading into the Jets. So especially being at Cleveland, too. So I don't know, John, who do you like? We're not giving. Do we give picks here? Yeah. Yeah. man. The, the, straight up. Uh, we the. Uh... The, uh, these Thursday games are, are so hard because, uh, I, I mean, here it is by Tuesday and, and by Thursday, the injury uh, list kind of uh, decides these things. But uh, I'm going to go with Cleveland. They, they're going to be real upset that they, uh, they, they they pissed the golden chance away to to be a 2-0 and, and, and take charge of that division with, with everybody else struggling. But uh, I, I look for them to come out and be a little feistier and, uh, and Pittsburgh's kind of a... And Pittsburgh beat a more banged up team. Although uh, I think Clowney is out for uh, Cleveland, so that's a that's a plus for uh, Pittsburgh as they try to get a running game going. But who knows if uh, I don't know if Najee Harris is is going to be playing. But uh, but either way, I'm going with uh, Cleveland based off the uh, the pissed off factor of, of blowing that one. Yeah, you got a weak run line. Uh, the offensive line on the Pittsburgh side is terrible against terrible for the run. Maybe they try to piece something a game in the short game here, but. Yeah, give me the under at 38 and a half and give me but give me Steelers plus 4. I like but I like Cleveland in a field goal game. All right, Devin Vegas. We're uh, yeah. going to run the ball. They're just going to pound the ball, Johnny. You know how it is. That's not, that's an unwatchable game. That's like, like we, a we stay away from the uh, we kind of stay away from the Vinny Vegas corner because oh. I, I think I guaranteed the Jets and Browns would be an under game last week. Oh, wasn't even close. <laughs> yes. Uh, let's just, let's just let's get back on it. You know, hey, you're only yeah. as good as the last bet, John. 
<laughs> that's why I deleted all my uh, DraftKings, etc. <laughs> well, 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 the guy was calling. Here's the thing, Johnny. The guy was calling me heavy Monday morning on week one. On week two, I gave him the. Uh, I I I hit him pretty good on week two. So are we even? I'm still chasing a little, but we're doing okay, buddy. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the next right, so you, case. you can sneak in another over under for that because I'm sure a lot of our our esteemed listeners are uh, drop Thursday a coin, night. Drop you a always take here, the yeah. under on the short week. You know what I mean? Vegas has kind of caught up a little bit to that, but it's such a especially with these two teams that's trying to run the ball and a qu- dead duck quarterbacks. Give me the under. All right, John. All right. The next game we got here on on your on your agenda here is Green Bay versus Tampa Bay. John, this is a great game. We got the two and zero. Tampa Bay Buccaneers, home, two-and-a-half favorite. All right, we'll leave that alone. Against Green Bay coming in. This is the Fox game of, on Thursday night. Green Bay coming Sunday. in at, uh, or excuse me, the Fox game on Sunday yeah. night. Yeah, the 425 special. Yeah. 425 special. This is the main event on, on NFL Sunday slate. The Packers coming home, or Packers going to Tampa Bay. I don't know, man. This is two Hall of Fame quarterbacks, two top ten quarterbacks of all time. Even maybe even top five, twist my arm a little bit there on Rodgers. I don't know, but man, uh, this is this should be a great one. They always seem to have great ones. It's too it's a little too early in the season to kind of get a vibe for this, but I don't know. Tampa Bay has looked pretty consistent, even though they're a little troubling from. But that's New Orleans. That's kind of their 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 crutch is New Orleans a little bit. You know, they get in the way of them. But I don't know. The Packers look great against the Bears, but it's also the Bears. And Tim Slonka knows that they're joke. So, uh, what do you think of this uh, one? Come on, man! Uh, a shout out to our boy. He 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 sat through a, a friggin' hurricane uh, in that first Bears game in Soldier Field, and uh, he was there alive to to see his team get a victory. So, shout out to him. But uh, as far as this game, uh, man, the Bucks are really banged up. Uh, uh, and uh, breaking news: uh, Brady uh, uh, called in a favor, and uh, they they signed up a uh, Cole Beasley. You know, not not exactly popular in the locker room, but uh, he, he's probably a good uh, third down guy if he can, if he get in. I don't know if he'll he'll be able to get in there this week, but uh, because uh, the Bucks have uh, you know a lot of injuries, and, and plus with the Evan suspension, so a little weak on the offense, uh, even without the injuries, uh, a little rusty. But but man, Bulls defense. Looks like they're gonna be uh they're, they're gonna be tough all year. Uh, that that that's a big improvement. Uh, you know, with him taking, even though he was you know still in charge as coordinator, but he gives him that little extra as the uh, the head coach, uh, a little extra attention towards the defense. So, you know, if you want to play Vinny Vegas corner, I would go under in this one. Uh, yeah, uh, Tampa Bay. Uh, yeah, no, excuse me. Green Bay seems to be a little little weak against the run defense there. You know, with the with uh, Montgomery running down their throat, and then the week before that, they were they had Jefferson running by them every play, it seemed like. So, okay. so it looks like a Leonard Fournette game uh, for you owners of him. Uh, good for that. Uh, throw yourself, throw your little fantasy in there. But uh, I, I'm, I'm going to go with the Packers here uh, on the road. Uh, I, I think I think uh, Aaron Rodgers is going to get together and uh, put put one more t- put one more in the end zone than Brady. All right, yeah, I expect a close game either way. Um, just does does Green Bay and Rodgers have enough chemistry on the offensive offensive side of the ball to kind of just because like you said, Tampa Bay is injured, but they're a very good defense still, and Bowles is, is a hell of a schemer, so his dude's going to be in the right spot. He's going to call pressure at the right time. 
it's it's not it's a good deep offensive line, but it's you know it's not the best. You know he's still a little nicked up there. Does he have enough chemistry for his receivers to get in the right spot for where he needs to go? They can they reckon can they feel the pressure when when bowls bring it and kind of run comebacks and silly stuff like that and get in the right spots? I don't know. I kind of lean Tampa Bay here, Johnny. I think we need to have a little side bet here and and uh, go from there. Uh, that's good, and that makes things more interesting. Uh, it's, it's no fun when you agree all, all the time. Nah, 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 nah. Nah, I think we're going to agree on this next game. Patriots-Ravens. Patriots by 15. Um, move on. <laughs> it's in Foxborough. It's in Foxborough. It's the home opener. Uh, I will not be there, Johnny. I'm not a big Patriot goer. You know, you got these nice big screen TVs, and me being a football season, I got two kids. They play on two separate teams. Uh, I play, I coach high school football, so I'm always on the run. The last thing I really want to do is go to Foxborough on a September with a bunch of drunk idiots and tailgate when I can have this big, big bushy couch or this new. Have you seen the outside digs, Johnny? I have to send you a picture after I've, that. I, I've seen the pictures. Uh, it looks glorious. And uh, yeah. yeah, as far as attending games live, yeah, I like a nice uh, Thursday or a Monday when when it's the only game uh, that's on. But otherwise, you want to be, uh, you know, where you can follow all 19 uh, games on you know on the red zone or whatnot but uh i get a bonus here this game is going to be uh this game is one of those uh, afc games that uh was moved to fox for one o'clock so uh, yeah I, i'm gonna get to see that at, at one o'clock here in the uh in the nyc uh, get that in bengals jets at one o'clock so that's a nice bonus uh good good old rivals uh some classic uh, playoff games between these two and uh, but I, I, look, I look for the Pats to keep it going. I don't like what I saw out of that, that Ravens uh, defense uh, kind of shell shocked uh, from the Dolphins still. So uh, I, I like the Pats at home in, in a tight one. And another one, uh, you know, I, I hate to say it again, it'll probably drinks it again, but this is another under game. Uh, keep, keep it low scoring. Well, if it's low scoring, then the Patriots have a chance. Other than that, I doubt it. I don't think that the, the Ravens are going to have as many hiccups as they did on the defensive side of the ball. And the Patriots definitely don't have that, even have a fraction of that skill. And you can call two and Mac a wash. Maybe two is a little more healthier right now, but yeah, just to relay on that, I, I don't really know. And I don't think that the Patriots can grind a grind on the grind, grind the ground game. Like they did against the Steelers. They have a Philly. Um, Baltimore is a really aggressive box. So I don't know, man, it's, it's just bad vibes. Your home dog on your opener, your one and one. It feels like the Steelers. We kind of we kind of stole that one in a way too. You know, the Steelers are coming in hot off the Bengals win, and we were coming in. Actually, Pats might be better than you think. Baltimore, uh, Miami's good, and uh, I don't know. Nah, just, the Pats are in control all the way versus the, the Steelers. That game is never in doubt. And uh, yeah, I, I, I like for I like for Bill. I like for Bill to come up with a good game plan uh, versus Lamar to, to to slow him down. So I, I still have faith in in Bill. I haven't, I haven't given up on your patch yet. Man. At the end of the day, I'm not picking Lamar Jackson over Mac Jones. No chance, no how. Give me, give me, get legit. Give me the Baltimore by ten on that. Oof. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's um, I could be a little hater. This, you know, a hater is what it is. But hey, this is a hell of a game. Jets Bengals. It's fun, really. You know. I'd like to see Sauce Sauce against Chase one on one on a on a few routes there. I, I I definitely hope that the red zones picks up on that one. Or I'll have to catch the L twenty twos for uh some vibe on that if I have time. But we got the Jets home 
against the Bengals. The Bengals are kind of desperate. 3-0, your season's over. I don't care if you're defending Super Bowl champs. 3-0, your season's over in a way, you know. But um, I don't know. What do you think? Are they going to see 3-0 and or are we going to see 2-1 and from the Jets? Ah, man, I, I, I picked the Jets last week and uh, they came through, you know, that, that was just a miracle versus uh, Cleveland. But yeah, the the Bengals, they didn't, they didn't square away their offensive line uh, issues. That's what, uh, I mean, it lost in the Super Bowl uh, last year and they still haven't, haven't squared it away, but Burrow's getting killed. Uh, they tried to, but no. Yeah, I mean, six sacks versus Dallas and the, and the Jets the defense, uh, even though they were a little disappointing versus uh, the Browns, I thought the defense would spur them to a to a victory. So they were a little disappointing, but uh, I, I'm going to go for the Bengals to get their, their first one in, in a hard fought, uh, close one. But uh, I, I don't I don't think uh, Flacco is going to pull another one out like he did last week. So I'm going to I'm going to go with the Bengals in a close one. Like yeah, I kind of I kind of agree with you here. I like the five. Give me the five for the Jets, but. The Bengals are just due, and uh, like the Jets got a good box, got a good front f- four, but the Bengals, what are they doing? They're just looking downfield, and they're not helping their quarterback. I think that they got two and zero. They're gonna have to assess who they are, kind of like how Miami's getting that screen game going, getting that quick game going. Yeah, Burrow has this big arm that we want to hit downfield. We got these two fast receivers that we want to hit on the outside, hitting stride, hitting across the field, blah blah blah. But right now that line isn't rocking. And last year in the playoffs, he kind of found his groove hitting the short stuff, hitting the bubbles, hitting the, bu- the, the running back screen, stuff like that. Maybe I think we start to incorporate some of that with Cincy and we kind of catch our groove here. And we want to, sh- I agree, we want a close one with the Bengals. Sorry to the boss man on that one, huh? Yeah, that might be, a good, might be good news for him. Either way, I think uh, if they go down, uh, they'll probably, uh, t- they could take the Steelers uh, the final week. And uh, to start off 2-2, two and two, uh, you got a fighting chance. Uh, you know, you're done with the, uh, the AFC North, and uh, you can see how you, how you fare in your, uh, in your tough division there. Which is, That's going to be six tough games right there. Yeah, at the end of the day, if the Jets said, hey, we're going to be 2-2 two and two playing the yeah, AFC, AFC North, I think that would take that, you know, all, the, all day, every day. Yep. And I think they will. I think that's a good spot for them. Are they going to get to Cincinnati this week, or are they going to get Pittsburgh next? All right, the next game we got here is the ugh, this game uh, Sunday Night Football. I don't even know if I'm going to watch this, John. Maybe I'll throw on like an old Survivor Series or something. If uh, if I'm down on my dumps on the on the vig, you know, I may have to just just Come bow on, out. Man. This, you're this too young to be week. you're too young to be bailing. That's uh, you know that's that's my age uh, talking. Uh, <laughs> Uh, but but I uh, yeah when, when that game turned like when that Packers uh, Bears game turned into to a blowout I wasn't I wasn't feeling no pain at all I wasn't upset at all that uh, that I knocked out at halftime because yeah it's a, it, it gets to be a lot it's it's a long day. <laughs> oh sorry this is Monday night football I thought this was Sunday night football. Oh. Oh, my apologies. We're talking about... Oh, no, 49ers Broncos is, uh, yeah, no, Monday is uh, Giants. All right, let's stay on script here. Uh, you know, I had a bugaboo there. All right, the, the New York football Giants, 2-0 and versus the 1-1 and Dallas Cowgirls. Now, um, like, we, we, we hit on this a little earlier. I jumped the gun a little earlier. And you're not feeling the vibe of 3-0? and I, I think that's a... I think you just don't want to talk yourself into it. You know your team's a little suspect, but hey, man, uh, you're three and zero. You're thinking playoffs. They're they're, t- they're a couple plays away from being zero and two. And uh, oh, they about, are yes. <laughs> talking about you know same old you know new coach you know new GM but same shit. So they're uh, tempered enthusiasm, but 
Yeah, as I said before, I think uh, I think Dallas is is going to take this one. The buzz is real, but you know how can Dayball kind of scheme up a way to slow down Parsons and really just kind of get the ball? I honestly, we'll see if they can get um, Saquon going. You know they've been trying to that, but they can't rely on Jones too much here. <laughs> you know what I mean? This is going to be a a heavy Monday Night Raw night for me. Possibly is a <laughs> this is, this is an ugly game, buddy. Yeah, you saw in uh, Carolina, he gave him limited uh, responsibility. That, that, that's why there were no turnovers. But there, there weren't exactly any uh, r- risky plays uh, after you know he, he saw the, uh, the the two turnovers that that Jones fit in the, in the first game with the limited uh, you know with limited play calling. So how about uh, how about that Tennessee game where he threw the pick in the end zone? Where he got right up in his fucking ass on that one. Yeah, that was uh, that was one of my favorite parts of the uh, game when uh, he he said stop turning the ball over. Yeah, he fucking ripped him a new one. Yeah. All right, we got we got two more games and then we're out of here, D'Amato. We got the Colts versus the Chiefs. Sad wow. Colts. Colts are just what are we doing here? Like they they decided to establish the run in the second half here when we're playing prevent D. So false hope that they think they can get that going. Is Ryan old? Is 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 right like what's he is he got his is he looking at last year's play sheet is he looking at the wrong play sheet like he's always looking at this play sheet like what are we doing let's let's fucking get downhill let's get behind those guards let's slap the a gap let's get down fucking hill and get that play action game going we got the best back in the league we got two all-star fucking guards and what we got an old quarterback we got Pittman hurt on the outside let's fucking get an 11 personnel and fucking sling i mean fucking run the ball down their throat what are we doing yeah the uh the, the offensive line play, as you mentioned, too old for but they haven't been playing like it. Uh, really I know, but it, let's get a fire uh, on them. Yeah, from, from what I've seen, uh, I'm surprised that it's taken uh, you know the long for for Ryan to get comfortable. But in that division, uh, that's that looks like asking me to one division where you could start 0-2 and one and still uh, <laughs> and still get to very good know, point. Yeah, because that because that division looks like a disaster with the Titans, uh, and who knows, this may be. Uh, a Jacksonville uh, surprise. Uh, Jacksonville could pull, be good. Yep. They could pull a ten and seven and uh, and pull off that division, but uh, that that that's for later. Yeah, but uh, I, man, you know, I I picked the Colts to, to go to the Super Bowl, so that oh. I, I'll, I'll pick for them to uh, to break out here and uh, and hang one on the the, the Chiefs. That you know the Chiefs are going to go thirteen or four, or whatever. This may be one of their uh, you know one of their rare losses. So uh, I I'll just uh, take a hunch that the. The Colts are going to be fired up after two lousy game. After two lousy games, they're going to play their best game, and uh, and the Chiefs will slip a little. Some would say they're due, John. You know. Yeah. <laughs> but can they slow down Mahomes enough to keep up with them? Is the problem. You know, this is a tough get right game. Tough spot to get right. All right. The Definitely. last game we got on the docket comes from the AFC Beast. John, this is an awesome game on paper. If you, I wouldn't really expect this to be an awesome game looking at the schedule ahead in the preseason, but week three, 2-0 Miami Dolphins at home versus the 2-0 Buffalo Bills. Bills Mafia on a shortish week here, demolishing, killing, slaying, whatever you want to say it. They beat the shit out of a fairly decent, we thought, Tennessee team. Um, they're rolling. They killed the Rams that look good but look shaky. Um, they're, they're kicking on all cylinders. This offense looks elite. This defense looks tough and they got a good coaching staff. So they look like they are heading straight to Super Bowl 50 fill in the blank. What is it? 56 now. 
But um, the Dolphins are also on the rise, too. Comeback win. Uh, the defense is a little shaky, giving up a few points there to Tampa Bay and to an electric quarterback himself. Uh, Allen's similar, but with more girth, with more grunt, with more zip. With you know, I think Allen's better than Lamar, um, but Lamar's speed is decisive. That's, Lamar finally got a 300-100 game on this defense, so this defense is a little shaky. But um, and they're gonna go against this clicking team, Johnny. Johnny Ova, I think this is the over of the week. No no doubt about it. 53 right now. Buy it early. If you got a guy, lock it in. Johnny, you got a guy? Joey Numbers? <laughs> well, it's legal now. We don't need, we don't need him anymore. So. Oh, I still I still go to him. I'm a fucking government. I don't want to be taxed. <laughs> oh, man. I, I picked against the – a horrific pick against the Buffalo uh, – I picked Tennessee, and uh, I, th- I think that'll be the last time I go against the Bills uh, all year. They, they look like they're rolling. Going into the season, you figure would there be like a, a little hangover from that devastating loss, where it's like, oh, we gotta, uh, we, we gotta play the whole, we gotta play the whole season just to get to the, uh, to to the championship game, because uh, you, you know, the, uh, the, the, it's a long season and. And, and just to get back to that spot where where it's like, hey, we could have we could have beat the Chiefs and you know we could have been in in, a, in that spot in that Super Bowl. So so uh, you know, will they just meander through 17 games? But it, it looks like the opposite from uh, from the opening kickoff that they have one goal in mind, and that's to get back and uh, that's to not make that same mistake as last year and, and to finish the job and to and to get to the Super Bowl and to get to that to get that first trip for the for that Bills Mafia and then fans are hungry so. I'm definitely going with Buffalo. Uh, the only thing that may favor the Dolphins, uh, it, you know, maybe it's going to be hot on uh, Sunday. The weather situation, where you know, Bills get a little dehydrated. Maybe the home team's a little more used to it. But, but, but with guys, uh, you know, signing everywhere, it's it's like you know, different players. You know, that they should be all used to all types of weather now. So, I don't know if that'll be a big effect. Yeah, we'll see. Um... I don't know. Like Buffalo is a team that can get that can pressure four and get up into his face. They can clog the, the the one throws. That's the short throws. The two throws. The intermediates, and then the three throws. Two of when Tua goes deep, it looks like he is like a center, a right fielder, like taking six curl hops to kind of get it downfield. He kind of looks like a little kid out there trying to tr- <laughs> throw it his whole body into this throw. So Tua is going to struggle a little bit. Once the you know they can get pressure, and then his passing lanes and his route tree is kind of clogged. So I'm interested to see two of them, and this seems to kind of be the game where that could happen. But then again, you mentioned the heat. You don't really think of that until you show up and you see it. So that's also a thing where Patriots ran into that week one. So the the schedule fairies kind of lucked out with Miami getting the two big division rivals in there and. September where it's smoking hot still. So I don't know. Give me Buffalo, but I wouldn't I wouldn't mind seeing the Miami Dolphins keep this up because it's a kind of fun story. And for a team in the in a hot weather climate, getting the wins early is always going to help them late as they travel to New England, Buffalo, and the Jets later in the season. Yeah, and it'll be interesting to see uh, you know, the, the the division, uh, the AFC East. Everybody won uh, last week, so we'll see if the 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 players, the teams in that division, keep their momentum. Uh, and because uh, it looked like it was going to be one of those uh, two and two divisions at the beginning, of the year, where you know two great two great teams and two not so much. But mm-hmm. we'll see if the Pats and Jets can uh, can can get up there and hang with the big boys. 
Yeah, it's used to being a three and one with the Patriots being the only one in the shit. You know, <laughs> and the uh, and the other days, three fucking trading off the base. Those days, you had fifty, you had fifteen years of uh, three blind mice chasing the Patriots, but those days are over, pal. Those uh, days are right. long gone. You know, kudos, <laughs> kudos to these teams. Even the Jets are frisky, man. It's a fun division, and it's. Uh, you know, if the Patriots hope are hopefully in the basement for a year or two, just to kind of, but then again, you know, like to kind of reload in the draft. But then again, you got the old man picking, so he's kind of he has his runs, but we'll see. Uh, with Bill there, I never count them out. Man. Of course, of course. All right, Demato, I think that's I got this big email of fucking things to talk about, and we we're at tight the end hour. Tight hour, tight hour is uh, in capital uh, letters. That that's how we do it here. Tight hours. Add the music, and let's go home at sixty minutes. What do you say? <laughs> 60 minute man that, that's what they called you in, uh, back in the days you know it buddy <laughs> that, thanks, for, man, thanks, thanks for doing this one, man. yeah buddy uh, it was good and uh, shall I see you next week maybe because uh, uh, the uh, the cowboy is still abroad yeah yes he, he will be so uh, or on yeah. abroad whatever you want to call it Let's uh, make it. I rarely get a second date, but uh, hopefully uh, you'll uh, you know you'll be the, the difference uh, in that one. For, well, for once, you know, we'll kind of bring <laughs> you back for round two. Only if you're paying, though. <laughs> I, I usually do. <laughs> I usually take up the tab. Yes. All right. Well, you better kiss on the first date, so we're back next, buddy. All right. No, something next. <laughs> see you next week, buddy. <laughs> Sixty-minute man. <laughs>